to talk sports with one of the leading sports journalists of today? Welcome to All Around Sports with John Inglesby. John's years of experience as a journalist has allowed him to net exclusive interviews with the top players, former players, commissioners, and owners. John and his guests are ready to give you the straight word when it comes to sports. Now, let's talk All Around Sports. Here's your host, John Inglesby. Voice America listeners, welcome to the 255th ever show of All Around Sports. Reach Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, we broadcast live from Boston to go all around the world of sports for one hour to discuss what happened this weekend and what's ahead for the week. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-888-346-9144, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net. Which comes to me through my website at iirsportsoneword.com. As always, I will give you my highlights, lowlights, bizarre news items, and events of the week that I covered. Also, we will be joined next segment by our weekly call in expert, A.P. Studham of Bama Magazine, with whom we will delve deeply into college football. Well, the spectacular sports month of October rolls right along, and my highlight of the week would be last night's Blue Jays clincher over the Texas Rangers on a walk-off error by Rudan Odur, the very same player who punched the Jays, Joey, Joey Batch, Joey Batista, in May. I love watching games from Toronto. Their crowd is off the charts, uh, beer-throwing incidents notwithstanding, and just very exciting ending uh, to say the least, high drama throughout. 6-6 game in the bottom of the ninth, uh, bottom of the 10th, make that. So it was just terrific to watch, and uh, hats off to the Blue Jays. Moving on to the ALCS for the second straight year. And up here in Boston today, the city uh, is on edge today with the Red Sox potential elimination game at 6 p.m. Eastern time tonight. Uh somewhat offset by the return of Tom Brady yesterday, but there's really nothing like uh, uh, Fenway Park when the Red Sox backs are against the wall. Uh, winner go home, season over. So, And what could be David Ortiz's last game. So high drama here in the hub. And uh, on the other uh side of the playoffs in the National League. The Cubs held serve, winning their first two games in Chicago. Tonight they'll face Mad Bum in San Francisco. We all know what he's capable of uh, and potentially turning that series around. If it, uh, if it goes to five in Chicago, the pressure on the Cubs will just be immense against what would be their worst nightmare team to be playing against in a game five pressure packed situation uh the san francisco giants with three world championships over the course of uh the last six years or so so my low light of the week was the bad behavior of notre dame coach brian kelly uh both on and off the sidelines publicly throwing his players under the bus yet again in the post game it's the second or third time he's done that post-game press conference, uh, you know, along with his uh, usual sideline antics, which he's managed to keep under control after being spoken to uh, for the last couple of years. Uh, the Irish are two and four. Not good. And uh, his antics will not be tolerated with a two and four record. That's for sure. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to watch that unfold to say the least crazy weather, by the way, watching that game, that was just insane along with uh, many other games with hurricane Matthews, uh, effects. My bizarre story of the week was the San Diego chargers blowing yet another lead, uh, late in the game in the fourth quarter, uh, was watching live on red zone yesterday when, the holder fumbled a perfect snap uh, with what would have been the tying field goal, basically an extra point chip shot, and uh, gave an interesting statistic right during the game that if the Chargers games 
all ended after 58 minutes, i.e. with two, two minutes to go, the record would be 4-0 and 1. Instead, 1-4. and four. So they, uh, they're just setting a new standard for how to blow fourth quarter leads. Um, it's just been crazy to watch. And my NFL player engagement story of the week was uh, covering two events last Monday night, uh, both occurring on the same night, which were the Jared Mayo Bowl, which uh, former linebacker for the Patriots achieved a goal of raising $1.5 million over three years for the Boston Medical Center, and then uh, went down the street to Gillette Stadium to cover the uh, Pro Camps Worldwide, Julian Edelman's Football 101 for Women's Event, with 400 women in attendance. Uh, busy evening. Uh, shout out to Boston publicist Nicole Maxey for keeping me informed of what was happening at the Mayo Bowl while I was on my way and at the Edelman event. Uh, but a great night um, covering both events. Good to see the Patriots out in the community. Um, and again, both were sold out. And both were very, very high energy, to put it mildly, and uh, really, truly, just just a great evening had by all. Uh, another one next Monday, a week from tonight, where Patriots linebacker Dante Hightowers hosting a, a Monday night viewing party for the American uh, Diabetes Organization. Uh, so, charity event at a uh, local sports establishment. So, it should be great. So, again, October is a big month for, uh, for the Patriots getting out in the community up here in New England. So, now, why don't we take our break? And next up will be our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham of Bama Magazine. So, don't go anywhere. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Join Matt Fish and Alex Clancy every week for Rebound Radio. We'll talk with the legends of basketball about how they got started, their rise to the top of the game, how basketball has changed their lives, and what they're up to now. Just like the game itself, you'll find that lives can pivot on a dime. There can be last-minute saves, and life is anything but run-of-the-mill. Rebound Radio can be heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You won't want to miss the next show. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or by sending an email to iir at comcast.net. Now, back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to segment two of All Around Sports. And I am your host, John Inglesby. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-888-346-9144, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net, and it's that time of the show when we often have guests, and on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Studham of Bama Magazine, and A.P., how are you doing today? Hey, doing great, John. Glad to be here. We're glad to have you, as always, and... Another exciting weekend of college football, and why don't we start with the game that you covered, the number one team in the nation, Alabama, and looking every bit like the number one team in the nation. Yeah, John, it was a perfect day in northwest Arkansas. 
66 degrees, a slight wind of five miles an hour from the north-northeast. Alabama, they came out pretty hot and, you know, scored 14 points in the first quarter. And next thing you know, it's, uh, uh, you know, 28 to 7. And uh, folks in Arkansas are kind of sitting on their hands. They weren't calling the hogs too much that, that first half. Exactly. But, uh, but uh, you know, Arkansas came back, and that quarterback was very impressive. He put up a lot of yards against Alabama's defense. Uh, I think it was over 400, and he he was exceptional. But uh, Alabama did intercept him uh, a lot of times. You know, Mika Fitzpatrick had three interceptions. He tied a school record uh, in one game with those three interceptions. Plus, he ran one back for a new school record, 100 yards. The old record was 98 yards by Mark McMillan, you know, Mighty Mouse. He played defensive back in the NFL for quite a few years for Kansas City and Philadelphia. And so that Mika Fitzpatrick, he continues to impress. He's, he's exceptional when he when he gets the gets the ball uh, after the play is made. And, you know, he's, he's gotten to the end zone. That's the third time, third time tying a school record. Not bad for somebody on the defense, right? Uh... <laughs> yeah. Very impressive. Uh, yeah, well, again, they're looking just uh, awesome. And good time to be looking awesome because they've got a couple tough games coming up here, right? Yeah, they they take on a wounded but dangerous Tennessee and Knoxville. Uh, no lead is too safe, as everyone's learned, playing against the Volunteers this year. And, you know, last year was a close ball game. Alabama had to have a fourth quarter comeback drive by Jacob Coker. So Tennessee's been waiting for this game all season. Uh, I don't know how, how well they're going to play uh, after they were suffered that overtime defeat to Texas A&M. <coughs> but I'm sure they'll give a good effort. So Alabama's got to be prepared. And then, of course, Texas A&M defeated Tennessee. They're undefeated, and they come to Tuscaloosa the following week. Correct. And we all know the history with Texas A&M and our Alabama in recent years, largely due to Johnny Manziel. But, uh, yeah, if they come in undefeated, uh, that's instantly the game of the week. So it's going to be good stuff. And clearly, you know, it would have been great if Tennessee had been undefeated. But, uh, you know, they're still having quite the year, no less. And they're going to be really revved up for the visit of Alabama, to put it mildly. Yeah, you know, if they happen to upset Alabama, uh, maybe those two can meet again in Atlanta, uh, just depending on the outcomes of these games down the road. But but Tennessee is a talented football team. They don't seem to play very well early in the game, but uh, they keep it close, uh, and you know they've won every every game except last week. So you know Alabama is going to be challenged. Exactly, and Tennessee season is not dead, uh, you know, with this loss. I mean, they lost an undefeated team in overtime, and you combine that with their spectacular comeback wins to earlier in the season, uh, well, throughout the season, really, right up until Saturday. Uh, you know, they've, they've got the attention of the committee, put it that way. No doubt about that. And uh, so, yeah. This is a big game for them. They're still, again, they're, they're, their season is still, uh, they still have high hopes, and uh, it should be great. And speaking of high hopes, uh, wow, we've been talking a lot about Houston, a team with really high hopes, and it was looking like they were on a path toward a potential college football playoff, but the midshipmen derailed that in a hurry. I mean, they're, it's sad to say, but that's it. They're done. Um, as far as any hope for the CFP and whatnot, uh, a true shocker by any standard. Uh, you know, one of the more shocking results, really, in recent memory, which is saying something. You know, in the world of college football. Yeah, John. I, I think what uh, Navy had beaten South Carolina in 1984. I think when uh, I mean Joe Morrison was the coach, and maybe that was South Carolina's only loss that season. But it happens there once in a while, and they just picked the wrong wrong time. Houston did for, you know, to not play any defense. Uh, they always have the offense, uh, you know, is, is doing very well. But defensively, you can't give up 46 points in, in the win. It's just almost impossible. Correct. And as always in these things, turnovers played a major role. 
but you know, all the elements were in place, and, and basically, uh, Houston got ambushed, to use a military term. There's no other way to say it. They just did. Right. You know? Uh, um, so, again, kind of sad. You and I are both, uh, we both cover, or have covered, the American Athletic Conference, of which Houston is a member, and uh, we're big fans of the conference and Commissioner Mike Oresco and to have them, you know, obviously excited at the prospect of one of their teams getting into the Final Four was really a, a huge, huge storyline, something that could have had la- literally lasting effects, meaning a non-Power 5 conference might have ended up in the uh, Final Four, so... It, it's not going to happen now. The, the, unfortunately, just the way of the world, there there was no margin for error, and now that's that. Yeah, John, and that also affects Louisville. You know, Louisville. Correct. They were, they, they were going to try to uh, increase their strength of schedule with a victory down in Houston uh, on a Thursday night. I think that came in what November, maybe. So correct. That that uh, tarnished that that schedule, strength of schedule for Louisville. Absolutely, yeah. The domino effects in college football are really, you know, pretty amazing when you step back. And, uh, yeah, again, it's just too bad, although, you know, we're all fans of Navy, and Navy is an American Athletic Conference team as well. Uh, I I don't think anybody's, you know, I think if you're going to see a team pull an upset like that, you, you know, I don't think anybody's too upset outside of Houston if it's a team like Army or Navy pulling that upset, uh, given their national worldwide following and, and whatnot. So, uh, we've, you know, we've covered, we've spoken with the Navy coach. I've never seen him so excited. And that includes at the end of any Army Navy game as he was when that gun went off and they recovered the onside kick to end it. I've never seen him, uh, so excited ever. Yeah, and he's had some thrills along in his career. So that was a a big win, and I know I'm not sure if everybody's happy in that conference about what went on Saturday with Navy winning. But as you say, Navy, Army, Air Force—who's going to root against them? Exactly right. Yes, <laughs> yes, uh, and it was again just really to see him come off the sideline with a. Uh, wide smile he's not a man given to a lot of emotion uh his name and i I may mispronounce it but ken neapala natu is i think uh close to the correct pronunciation but uh you know we all know we all know him we've all seen him you're in you're out certainly at the army navy game and other big games and uh including victories over notre dame and Again, I, I was startled because I've never seen him show that kind of emotion or even anything close to that. So, it, again, in fact, I even heard, I love this, that, I mean, just to show you the magnitude of the victory, uh, the head of the Naval Academy gave everybody, uh, gave every, uh, all the students class off tomorrow. That's like unheard of. That's a move by, by the commander. That's that's. Uh he made a lot of friends. <laughs> he sure did. That's awesome. Uh, so, yeah. Good for them. Too bad for Houston. And another crazy game and many crazy games, and I was watching it live, was, of course, the Florida State-Miami game on Saturday night that, as so often has happened in the past, came down to a kick. And, well, you talk about the kiss of death, AP. I mean, as he's lining up for the field goal, or excuse me, the extra point to tie it after a spectacular touchdown uh, in the final seconds. The announcer, of course, said, uh, you know, he's, he has, he's kicked 72 straight extra points. At that moment, I'm thinking he's, he might, he's going to miss it. And, of course, he did. It's no different than, reminded me of the AFC Championship game when uh, Steven Goskowski, and the announcer said as he's lining up uh, that extra point, in the first first quarter against Denver, the announcer said he hadn't missed one all year, and I said, "Gulp." <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so when I, I'm not a, as we've discussed before, I'm not a big streak guy. I, I don't like 
yeah, streak guy, you know, I mean, I like streaks, but, you know, they always end at, in my mind, the worst possible time. Going back a few years, I remember Tom Brady hadn't thrown an interception in whatever all year long or whatever. Maybe it set the NFL record and first pass in the NFL, in the playoffs against the Jets at Gillette Stadium, interception. They ended up losing that game. And uh, But, yeah, it was a great game. I mean, that was just a slugfest AP. Yeah, those games are always pretty exciting. And, and John, before the game, a lot of chatter, right, on the field. Oh, yeah. Before the game. Oh, yeah. They they got to know each other a little bit too well. I I didn't see the outcome if they called any penalties or what happened. But I was was surprised because Mark Rick now leads Miami. I was surprised that happened. Correct. Correct. Yeah, I mean, I, I think if you go over the course of the last, you know, 25 years, I don't know that there's a, a better rivalry in all of college football, given the results. And, you know, uh, a lot of great rivalries. Auburn, Alabama have certainly produced unbelievable games, too. But, you know, we all remember. I mean, they're famous. The the wide lefts, the wide rights, the various kicks and whatnot going back into the 90s. Or they're, they're just part of college football lore. And, John, the, the games are so fabulous because of the – talent on the field on both Correct. sides they, they went out to the nfl and you know some of the top draft choices every uh, springtime come from florida state and miami so that's what's made the game so exciting and and uh, must see for, for many people yes and given it's the number one talent state now and you know these kids played with each other in high school against each other there's guys that got scholarships or didn't get scholarships, so there's resentments. I mean, all the elements are in place, given the geography of the whole thing. And it was just good to see it. This this game felt more than others in recent years, like like those games from the 90s. And it certainly, uh, and like those games in the 90s, again, it went down, came down to a kick. So... It, it was awesome to watch. Yeah, John, and I keep, uh, when I was watching some of those highlights of prior games after the, the finished on uh, Saturday evening, I was thinking to myself, they should have a theme on both sides for that game during the week, and it, it should be leave no doubt. Because right. Because leaving, uh, leaving it up to the field goal kicker, that's, uh, it means for so many times, I mean, you, you must score the touchdown to win. You can't leave it up to the field goal kicker because, as we've seen uh, throughout the years, it, you can't trust the, the, the weather, the, the kicker. I mean, all types of things happen. So it's leave no doubt should be the theme for both schools during that week. Absolutely. Well said, AP. And we have a lot more to get to uh for the college football weekend, a lot, lot of other huge games and movement in the uh, in the top five and whatnot. So why don't we uh, take our break now? We'll get to some of the other big games on the other side of this break. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or by sending an email to IIR at Comcast.net. Now, back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to segment three of All Around Sports. And I'm your host, John Inglesby. Join the show. The call-in number is 1-888-346-9144. Or you can email me at iir at comcast.net. Back on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Studham of Bama Magazine. And A.P., we discussed some of the headline games of the weekend. Uh, Bama beating Arkansas, Navy shocking Houston, Florida State uh, winning by a kick yet again, or a kick situation, winning by a Miami missed extra point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there were other big games as well, and it's time to give some props to Washington. The Huskies, I watched that Stanford game uh, a couple, but 10 days ago or so, that Friday night game where they absolutely wiped out Stanford like I haven't seen anybody wipe out Stanford in ages uh, at home. And that was one thing, and that was very, very impressive. Uh, but then to go into Autzen Stadium in Oregon and really, really wipe out the Ducks, that's something different. Uh, so needless to say, they're in the top five, I believe, and they need to be taken seriously. That's uh, a serious national contender. Uh, those are two unbelievable back-to-back victories. Yeah, John, I was... I saw that Stanford game parts of uh, uh, one on one Friday night, I guess they played and I was impressed with their speed. Yep. So right away that gets my attention that they can compete nationally, they can, can compete nationally with other, other leagues and, and conferences. So yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that they're, they're a possibility for that college football playoff. They can run that table. So yes, the university of Washington uh, is, really making their presence known here in college football 2016. Uh, Chris Peterson coming over from Boise State's done a great job and uh, just had an amazing two, two weeks, really more like uh, nine days. And they're on the, on, on the national scene in the top five. And AP, uh, you know, they're clearly a team to contend with. Yeah, John, I was always interested to see if, if uh, Chris Peterson can revive that program. And sure, it's, it seems like he has this season. This is, uh, he's put together uh, quite a talented group, and they, they might be the dominant uh, factor in that league. So, yeah, I'd love to see them in the playoffs. I think it would be great for the Northwest and, and the Pac-12. Well, exactly. And... Uh... You know, it's just uh, going to be fascinating to watch. I mean, uh, I just can't remember the last time a team went into Oregon and did to the Ducks what they did to the Ducks. It's just, uh, it's nothing short of astounding. And you put that with, you know, a mere 10 days ago when they blitzed Stanford up in Seattle. And, uh, wow, again, you talk about announcing your presence. I don't know that you can do it much better than that. Uh, after, again, seemingly just being, you know, quietly built over the last couple of years by Chris Peterson, their coach, and uh, and then boom, instantly they're in the national picture in the top five. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, John, I'm thinking that Stanford had a very bad night, but come to find out, Washington's very good, uh, and. Uh, you know, I can't even recall the last time that Washington had a type of team that can contend for the national championship. Uh, it's got to be early '90s or something. But what yeah, I, and that's my memory too. I, I, I think they may have shared a national championship. I have memories of a spectacular bowl game, maybe against 
Notre Dame going back into the early 90s, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but, you, you know, it's they do have a history, and Don James was a spectacular coach, and they've had some big names. My, my all-time favorite is their former quarterback, uh, quarterback Sonny Sixkiller, one of the great <laughs> yeah. names in the history of football or sports. Right. Period. <laughs> yeah, one of the great <laughs> names. Oh, yeah, they've had some great sure. players, no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, that's the first time uh, growing up I can remember something going on in Washington when he came to prominence as a quarterback. I think, uh, matter, matter of fact, it was Stanford was playing with Jim Plunkett and Sonny Sixkiller was playing with Washington, and that was a televised game. Exactly, exactly, yes, yes. <clears throat> so they do, they, you know, they, they have a good history and they've sent some good players to the NFL and Again, I'll state it again, you know, Don James is beloved, would be, I think, the word you'd want to attach to him. I mean... Oh, oh yeah, he, they, they, he was the number one Don word about, A bad word about Don James. That's how no, I view no. him. He, he was the beloved figure, you know, and uh, I know he, he passed, you know, in the last year or so, and uh, once again, he was he was the person who brought... The next dominant figure in the college football. He's the one who asked Nick Saban on the baseball field if he'd like to enter the world of coaching. Well, there you go. Wow, that's quite a legacy right there. Yeah, yeah. He he was at Kent State, and I, I don't think Kent State John has won a MAC title since Don James coached that team with Nick Saban and uh, uh, Gary Pinkle and uh, Jack Lambert. Right. Yes. Jack Lambert, how could I forget about him? Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and by and the way, we can add... he did for University of Washington, uh, John, is he brought speed to the program, and, that, and that's what catapulted them into a national program. Correct. Exactly right. And uh, speaking of Kent State, let's not forget the, another Kent State alumnus who I talked about already in the show, Julian Edelman, former quarterback, and... Obviously, it doesn't matter, you know, now that Brady's back, but let's just say Julian Edelman's Kent State quarterbacking history was, uh, you know, was nice to have in Bill Belichick's back pocket the past few weeks without Brady. He only ran, I think, one play. I, I saw it, actually. I was there at the Bills game when he did take a snap and just ran with it, but, uh, you know... It had a major effect on the Patriots not bringing any other quarterbacks in, just knowing that, again, Edelman had played quarterback for Kent State, interestingly <laughs> enough. Yeah, only Belichick. He, he'll find these players, and, and he'll utilize them to the nth degree. He'll get the most of their ability and all their talents. Exactly right. So it's, that's what we love about college football, the, uh, you know, the trees, shall we say, the way everything connects. You know, yeah, right up to Julian Edelman talking about Don James. Uh, <laughs> they all, again, connect, and that's what we love. Um, you know, something that really caught my eye over the weekend and it had to catch anybody's eye was just uh, <clears throat> Michigan winning 78 to nothing against a fellow Big Ten team, Rutgers. That still seems weird saying it with both yeah. them and Maryland. But this was not, you know, the uh, the sisters of the poor. This was Rutgers, 78 to nothing. That is a, an astounding score. I think it would, would set some kind of records, maybe the biggest Big Ten margin in history or something like that. Uh, Probably, yeah. But, wow, the, 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 again, that, that stopped me in my tracks, like, when I saw the Navy-Houston score, it stopped me in my tracks. Yeah, John, I, I think Rutgers also suffered a 58 to nothing defeat by Ohio State earlier, if I'm, if I'm not correct. So they're having a yeah. rough season. Yeah, yeah. You know, hasn't been a good time for Rutgers in recent years. There's a lot going on there. A lot, a lot of it yeah. negative, both on and off the field. Um, you know, just kind of interesting. I mean, and not to point everything back to the Patriots, but, you know, there was just a – a uh, thing on recently where uh, I think it might have been even, you know, the NFL today or whatever, where, uh, you know, the Patriots have a ton of Rutgers players. And uh, is it Eric LaGrange, who's in a wheelchair? I think he was meeting up in Foxborough talking with 
the Rutgers players on the Patriots. And it was a very well done piece. But, you know, it just reminds me, you know, again, Rutgers, like we talked about Washington, they have a history of some great players, uh, to say the least. So, 78 to nothing. That, that, that's not, that's just a stunner of a score. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, John, maybe it looks like the big two again up in Big Ten country. It sure does. And, boy, looking ahead, is that not looking again like the game of the year? Not. I think we had this around 10 years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Michigan, Ohio State for all the marbles. Um, and it looks like it's shaping up, not necessarily for all the marbles. There's a school called Alabama in the middle of all this. But uh, but that game was one versus two. I think it was maybe around 2006, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. And they have the, the two outstanding coaches again. Harbaugh and Urban Meyer, and it, it could be the, the Woody and Bo for the next 10 years, could be. A rivalry born in heaven, a coaching rivalry born in heaven, Harbaugh and Urban Meyer. I mean, I, you know, you put Nick Saban in that mix, and I just can't imagine it getting much better than that. <laughs> no. and, uh, so, yeah, it's, uh, put it this way, well, it's a new era. So it won't be one versus two, but what it will be, if it continues like it is, is, the winner will go to the college football playoff, and the loser will be out. That's probably how it's going to shake out, and that's the way it's, you know, these late-season top-five matchups are going to be from here on in, so this is going to be a good introduction to that. Yeah, I, I can't. I'm, I'm hoping that those two teams are undefeated and playing for that, let's say, last, or, or one of the positions in the college football playoff. I, w- I would love for that to be the the uh, ending of the, their, their season. Of course, they have to play the Big Ten Championship game as well, but uh, I think it's the big two in that conference this year. Well, exactly. And, you know, who wouldn't love to see Jim Harbaugh in the college football playoff? I mean, you talk entertainment value uh, and making it interesting. Jim Harbaugh is as good as it gets and, you know, Urban Meyer ain't bad either. We're all winners in that one, right? Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's it. Could be that you know, say it could be that trio of coaches that dominate for the next, depending how long Saban is around for the next five years. You know, one of those three winning some championships. Yes, exactly. Well, you know, I think the seventy-eight nothing score just adds to what is the growing legend of. Jim Harbaugh, which in my mind, if you throw it all together, come up with one phrase to describe it from satellite camps to videos to wearing the jerseys, like when he went down down in Maryland, he was wearing Baltimore Oriole jerseys. Start to finish, take no prisoners. That is his, when I think of him, that's what I think of. And I think 78 nothing represents that more than any other single thing he's done so far. Yeah, I mean, if there's, a, if there's a coach right now in college football that's not concerned about the score, I think it's Jim Harbaugh. Because I, I, I know that Nick Saban, he does not like to run up the score on, on teams when it reaches a certain point. I know that for a fact. Uh, and Urban Meyer, um, I don't think he likes to run up the score like Harbaugh. But just as you said, it's the uh, uh, take-no-prisoners attitude that Harbaugh brings to any situation, whether it's on the field or recruiting. Yeah, he, he's, uh, that's his style. No doubt about it. Well, as someone who's had the good fortune to attend the college football playoff like yourself, uh, <laughs> I would love to be going to Jim Harbaugh press conferences, that's for sure. That's for sure, so... I've you know, had the pleasure to go to Urban Meyer ones, and as have you. And uh, but Jim Harbaugh is, uh, just takes it to a different level. So uh, there's certainly a part of me that would love to see that happen. Uh, you know, it will raise the level of interest. Period. Uh, that doesn't even factor in. You know, the return of Michigan in record time to the big stage after being down and out a mere two years ago. I mean, literally. So. Uh, he's he's you know about the fastest rebuilder going these days. That's for sure. 
Yeah, he's has a really strong personality, and I know that <clears throat> the talent level will equal Ohio State's and anybody else's very quickly. If they might be there this year, John, that you know they might be a year ahead of schedule. Totally, totally. I don't think he. I agree. I don't think some people had him rated, you know, top five, and I may have even seen a number one in their preseason. But you know, I think by and large. You know, I'll speak for myself. I don't think I was anticipating them in the college football playoff this year. I don't think a lot of people were. Uh, but, you know, speaking of coaches, AP, Texas, Oklahoma, watch that game on Saturday. I love that game. It's just, you know, the whole starts at noon, Eastern time, at the, you know, at the Cotton Bowl in the middle of the Texas State Fair, which is probably about as big a fair as there is in the world, I'm guessing. And, uh, and I just love that game every year. Half the stadium is Oklahoma. Half the stadium is uh, Texas. And Oklahoma, you know, it was a real shootout. The highest score in the history of the, of the rivalry, I think, 45-40, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, so 85 or whatever points, the most ever scored. But, you know, uh, Charlie Strong, i, I got to say, AP, I, I'm starting to get sick of the story. It's like, it's not only like he's, coaching for his job every game it practically feels like it's every play for gosh sakes yeah yeah it really does it really seems like he's in a bind and he can't entangle himself because if if you take over to be the defensive coordinator and you give up 670 yards against one of your biggest rivals i don't know how you escape that responsibility uh when you speak to the powerful alumni and the president and athletic director and the fans. Yeah, I, I agree. It's just getting tiresome, and I referenced earlier uh, my thoughts on Brian Kelly, speaking of another coaching coach under fire. Uh, you know, he yet again threw his players under the bus in post-game press conference. That's two or three times weeks in a row now. You know, I don't think it's a good look myself. No, that's that's wearing very thin in uh, South Bend. I, I don't, I can't recall his contract, uh, you know, stipulation about how many years he has left and what is the buyout. But Notre Dame, they, they left himself in a bad situation. And and John, as I always say about these coaches, that's great. You can fire them, you can buy them out. But who is the replacement? Who right. has this, the the good idea of who to hire next? That's the most important. Exactly, AP. Well, on that note, we're going to call it a show. Hard to believe another hour has gone by. Uh, Quickly, my pick of the week for appointment viewing is tonight's Red Sox elimination game at Fenway. Desperate crowd in Boston. Desperate city, let me tell you. Everybody's very nervous. And it could be David Ortiz's last game. So, AP... Thanks again for your expertise, as always, and we appreciate your perspective. Well, thank you, John. It's always good to be here. Thank you, and as always, thank you all for listening to All Around Sports, and we look forward to doing it all again next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Thanks again for tuning in to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Be sure to tune in again next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And we'll talk sports again next week. your feelings at the door and enter the man cave don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in host jd harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans former players owners execs and coaches while inside the man cave you do whatever you like we won't judge we'll even go beyond sports to talk technology current events and entertainment tune in every wednesday at 3 p.m pacific time 6 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel 
Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, it's man versus nature's most prolific hunters. We're diving into predator hunting with analysis on wolves, bears, mountain lions, and coyotes, their impact on their territory, and how man can be successful against them. Joining us is Jeff Rand of Deadliest Hunts, Silencer Shops' Jeremy Millette, and Carlos Martinez, Senior Product Manager at Remington. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? 
have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, it's man versus nature's most prolific hunters. We're diving into predator hunting with analysis on wolves, bears, mountain lions, and coyotes, their impact on their territory, and how man can be successful against them. Joining us is Jeff Ran of Deadliest Hunts, Silencer Shop's Jeremy Millette, and Carlos Martinez, Senior Product Manager at Remington. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. 